beautiful people and welcome to another episode of my sharings. Today it's Friday morning, Stockholm, and I woke up with this. It's been quite a while since I had this feeling that I just need to share. I just want to share from my heart, from a feeling inside. Um, the last, uh, I haven't had much to share actually the last months. And um, this morning I woke up and I, I just felt, you know, when I experience something, when I feel something, I know that I'm not alone. I know that so many of us are feeling, experiencing the same feelings, maybe at different times, but I am never, never, ever alone with what I go through. So I thought that I uh, wanted to share about something. Today I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about showing up as we are, um, as we truly are, not trying to convince other people that we are different, not uh, unconsciously uh, being different, not pretending to be someone we are not, and also the consequences, you know, the consequences it has for us when we are kind of, uh, the mask is taken off, the mask is removed and we stand there naked and what, what consequences it can have that people stop trusting us or that they don't feel, they get dis disappointed or hurt even. Um, this is something I want to talk about. And I also want to talk about another, this has a connection that if you have a gift, I believe that you also have a responsibility. If you have a certain talent or a gift and you receive people's attention, you have a responsibility. And to me, that responsibility is to be yourself and to use that talent or gift with care, love and kindness because you will receive a lot of attraction. And does this, do these two come together? And I think so, in a way. I hope I'm going to kind of tie it together at the end. Maybe I won't, but these are the two things that I woke up with this morning, uh, that if you have a gift, a talent, and people recognize you or listen to you and you have a voice, it is important to act with care and out of a space of love and kindness and empathy and for the higher good and not from an egotistical or self-centered perspective because then you can do so much harm and also to be yourself, to be this authentic person. Maybe this is the thing that if you are kind of someone, if you have a name in the world or you have a, have a platform, if you're an artist or, you know, um, and you show up in the world as someone else and behind that is the authentic you, it's a gap, you know, and I'm wondering, can we close that gap? How can we show up as ourselves, no matter what the audience, who the audience is? If it's my closest circle, my, my family or my circle of friends, or if it's 
the whole world, you know, um, media, Instagram, whatever. Can I still show up as myself? And what is the price I pay if I do? And what is, is the price I pay if I don't? So I want to share a story from my life um, that came, why this podcast came up. And uh, I've been active on Clubhouse for since February, beginning of February, and I've enjoyed it a lot. I met uh, amazing people on Clubhouse. I've connected with a lot of people I wouldn't normally connect with, both men and women uh, from uh, different parts of the world. Uh, some Swedish, some Norwegian, some from UK, some from the US and uh, other countries. And it's been, it's been a blast. It's been so much fun and so much learning and so much uh, learning about myself and so many sharings and uh, so many really good connections and networking. And uh, I've connected with some people on a deeper level and there is uh, a woman that I really felt uh, a deep connection with. Intuitively, I really felt like, wow, this person has something that resonates with my being uh, totally. And we connected outside of Clubhouse and we began to share DMs and we, we spoke to each other and uh, really developed this deep friendship uh, where we began to share from our heart that we really had this connection from our heart when I I felt very in a way safe to 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 be myself you know this feeling that I feel safe to be myself and whenever I was in a room with her I always felt in a way special I always felt that we had a special bond because we bonded outside of Clubhouse too, and uh, that I was special to her uh, in the way we connected. And this woman is amazing, an amazing storyteller, can tell, you know, really knock you off your feet uh, with the, the, the way stories are presented. And it's often stories from her life, what happens in her life, about her relationships and children. And uh, and it's always very, very deep, authentic, and it moves people. It really touches people. And uh, this relationship or friendship has been developing since February. And uh, we've come to a really like a, a speaking point where we really feel like we have a connection. This is kind of a soul sister or something. And uh, yesterday, I haven't been because I, I've been working quite a lot and I've also felt like Clubhouse has kind of lost its uh, magic touch on me. So I haven't been there and I closed off the notifications so no one can ping me into a room and I haven't been on Clubhouse the last, say, two weeks just randomly and yesterday I was painting my my hall yellow and uh, I decided okay this is a good time to enter a room and just listen just listen in to some nice conversation and I went into this room and there was a headline a topic about monogamy and uh, 
what do you say, poly, polygamy, and right or wrong, is is like the polyamorous relationships. Is that the new uh, black uh, in in our times? And I decided, okay, I'm going to enter this room because uh, there were quite a few people I know, and this woman was also in the room, and she was in, in the spe- amongst the speakers. And I went in there, in there, and I began to listen. And after listening for thirty minutes, I I just became, you know, I was shocked. I I I was totally knocked off my feet because this woman told stories about her uh, life, her relationships, and her life, and her view upon life that was totally the opposite of what she had been sharing with me and I felt you know I I really felt I never heard this side publicly about her speaking about her husband and how you know everything was this was her soulmate and they um, she enjoyed all the potential and they becoming growing old together and uh, and with me she had ha, has been sharing a totally different story uh, that I thought was the real uh, picture. And I was listening, and all of a sudden I was filled with rage. I was really like, is, is this so that I have been completely uh, manipulated? And I began to think that the person that I've connected so deeply with on Clubhouse... Who is who is the honest one? Is it the one telling the story that her life is magical and perfect and uh, she's going to grow old with this man? Or is the real person the one who shares that the marriage is not perfect and she's in a way looking for a way out, an escape? And I became, I was totally knocked off balance. And I was thinking, okay, which one did I relate to? Which one got me kind of, you know, attracted? Uh, and it was the clubhouse version. It was the the storyteller person. That was what I thought was the authentic person. Because until yesterday, there was not a glitch in our private sharings and the public sharings. But yesterday... There was a big gap. There was totally, um, and he was also talking from a perspective that uh, convincing other people of a way or telling this is, you know, really standing in her naked position, opening her true feelings for the audience. And I began to like, what is what is true? Am I totally betrayed? Am I, uh, you know, is her authenticity towards me, to with me, outside of Clubhouse, is that the real person? Or is this person that people are completely drawn to, attracted to, and feel is amazing? Every time she stops sharing, everyone is like, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing this deep insight. Thank you so much. And I... I I painted and I painted and I got so pissed. I got so fucking angry. 
And I texted her and I said, I want you to know that I am in the room where you are speaking right now. And I get totally pissed because I realize that I don't know who you are. I don't know what's true, what's not true. Uh, if the relationship that we have been building, is that an illusion? Is this your true self? Or who are you lying to? This was my question. I wonder, who are you lying to? Is it to the audience or is it to me? And my friend then became totally like, oh, oh, I didn't know you were in the room. Like, And I said, does it matter if I'm in the room, yes or no? Who are you? And I said, do you know what? If I'm in a room, you can be totally sure that I am myself. I am not watching my words, looking who's in the room, yes or no. I am what I am, and I'm transparent, and sometimes I say the wrong things. Sometimes people get upset because I say the wrong things um, that don't please them, and I get to hear that afterwards, but I show up as myself where I go. I don't put on a mask. And she said, but, you know, I'm, I'm always personal on Clubhouse, but I'm rarely private. And I was like, but why share something pretending that you are super private and sharing something deep from your heart? And it is a lie. What's the purpose behind that? What does it bring you? And then I, and I asked, uh, what's real? Who are you? Which one? And she said, I am different persons. I have different personalities. And I, it just touched me so deep that, that if, if you fake to be someone or if you put on, on a show, and I think it's totally okay to put on a show if you're an artist, if you play a role, if you're an actor, and everyone knows that you are playing a role right now. You are playing the role of the villain, or you are playing in the role of the hero, or everyone knows you are playing a role. But if you show up in the world really authentic as you are, and really telling people, this is who I am. This is, you see me. This is who I am. And then you're not. This can't be, this can't be the way of life. And I, I was wondering, like, why am I so disappointed? Why do I feel betrayed? Because I really felt betrayed. I felt like... Um, that this was this another show that she has had built up on the side with me, and did she cultivate different relationship? Did she have ten different, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever relationship on the side? Did she have ten different personas? And I was so, I I am still pissed. <laughs> And I wonder why, why does it touch me so deeply? Uh, most likely because it touches something in me. And I'm then thinking, okay, when and where don't I show up as myself? When do I put on a mask? When do I put up, uh, you know, a face? When do I pretend to be someone that I'm not? And I come to this imposter syndrome and I, and I, I just told her that um, 
how does it feel when people, when you are obviously lying and people say that you are fantastic? How does it feel? How does it feel to get the confirmation, the appreciation when you are not honest? Do you then build your whole life and your character on that not showing up as yourself? And most likely maybe that's what we do. And when I look back on myself, when I'm thinking that I showed up as someone else for the most part of my life, uh, in relationships, especially in relationships with men, I, you know, I was my best self when I met them. I was like super, super uh, mega, mega shama. And then in real life, I couldn't keep that picture. And I was, you know... In a way, this need, this I think this there's something about this need for appreciation and confirmation and love that makes us take a role as a better version of us. The thing is that if we pretend to be better than we are, there will always be a fear that someone will know that we're faking. And I wonder if this is the cause behind the imposter syndrome that we feel we are not good enough as we are. I cannot show up as myself in the world. That is the only thing I know. I can't show up as anything but that. Which means that if I show up as a, you know, it doesn't matter. If I show up as uh, the most super loyal honest person on the planet or if I show up as the most loving, caring person or as the most faithful person or as the best friend, whatever I show up as, whatever role I take on in real life that isn't my authentic self, there will always be a fear that someone will, you know, uh, remove my mask, that I will be what is it called in English when you are caught, like, uh, when you are revealed, your true self is revealed? I'm going to read, I, I uh, took on, sorry. I, okay, wait one second. The definition of imposter syndrome... Imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. While this definition is usually narrowly applied to intelligence and achievement, it has links to perfectionism and the social context. To put it simply, imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel as though at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud, like you don't belong where you are and you only got there be, uh, through dumb luck. It can affect anyone, no matter their social status, um, work background, skill level or degree of expertise. And I'm thinking that it's the experience of feeling like a phony. The thing is that the more we pretend to be someone we are not, the more we feel as a phony. And 
we are afraid that people are going to find out that we are a fraud. I know that this also, uh, the imposter syndrome is also that you are super, uh, and a super achiever, you're super competent, but your self-confidence um, is really, self-esteem is so low that you feel that people are going to reveal that you're not as, as good as you are. And that is one thing. But then there is another thing that you try to elevate yourself. You try to, there is one thing that you are competent, that you are a really good person, that you are, you know, this skilled as you are, and you have this low self-esteem and you, it doesn't really match your self-esteem and self-value doesn't really match that you really are that good. That is, of course, one thing. But then there is the other thing where you blow up, your ego gets so, you know, you're so invested in this role that you play towards the outer. And it could be in your inner circle of friends also. It could really be that you take on a role of being a clown or you take on the role of being an entertainer or... Or, you know, the, the one who knows everything. Uh, it doesn't matter what role, the always happy one or the always, you know, educated one. But if that isn't what you are, there's always going to be a point when someone, A, may take off your mask and just say, hey, like I did yesterday, hey, what is this? I don't, I don't get it. Who are you? Uh, which one, which one of you can I rely on? And that is one thing that someone will actually uh, reveal your true self and everything falls down. And then the other part is that if you are never yourself, this kind of role that you play eventually becomes who you think you are. You become that role. It becomes your personality. And you forget who you are. Your essence is lost. And it's really, really difficult to be authentic with other people. So it's a big, big, big loss on yourself, for yourself. Who am I? Who am I behind this beautiful facade? Who am I when I go to bed at night? When I turn off the light, when I lie alone in bed, who am I? Am I proud of what I achieved today? Am I proud of who I showed up as to be today? Or do I go to bed with a feeling of anxiety or guilt? And to me, I feel now, when I, when I, when I say this, I feel now that... Uh, the outer version, the outer picture, the not real version of ourselves that we step into and we show up as, it's not as damaging to the world as it is to us. I feel that, that, that we, we as the world, we are so... We are so used to fake. We are so used to people not being, you know. We are so used to infidelity. We are so used to betrayal. We are so used to disappointment. We are so used to 
to always having drama happening that we kind of, and we cut off people here and we connect with different people here and then we're friends for a while and then you're out in the cold and we're so used to this behavior. And I, I hear now when I speak, I hear it makes me really sad. And this person said, one of the one of the things she said in the because we continued to share of course and i said i am thankful for one thing and that is that i become so pissed because it means i really care for you you hurt you hurt me i got hurt i felt disappointed and betrayed and i was hurt so it means i have feelings and i'm working i'm not dead and this person, one of the last things she said was, mm, I think you are such a beautiful person and maybe that's not uh, mutual. There, in that sentence, I felt her. I felt her as her true self. I felt the, the fear. I felt the... Um, uncertainty, you know, I felt the core wobbling and I was thinking, okay, so she put up a show towards me too because she cares, she likes me. And there is a fear that if I see her true self, I won't like her. So in that little sentence where she said that she really, really liked me and maybe it's not mutual, I felt the core, the fear, the reason behind. And I said, let's talk, we need to talk, we need to talk about truth and illusion. And she said, yes, let's, let's talk tomorrow. And I look forward to this conversation. We haven't had it yet, but I realized that behind this, show there is a fear there is a core and most likely that's what I'm attracted to most likely that is what's connecting us and I'm in in a way I'm really grateful that I was in the room that I heard the story that I got so upset that we talked we shared and I got to hear her point of view and uh, really get to see some some kind of vulnerability because I think that that is what has been lacking in our relationship, the vulnerability. And now we got to a different layer where we both realize because until this moment it has been kind of joyous and fun and wow, we are in a way soul sisters, this is lovely. And now we got to a level of vulnerability and essence. So I look forward to see where this is developing. And I also wonder who do I show up as? Do I show up? When I say you can count on me being honest and transparent, is that true? No, I don't think so. I don't think I show up as myself every day um, being authentic it's hard. It takes years of unpracticing, you know, it takes years of undoing 
to get down to that, but I know that I'm much more myself today than what I was a year ago, two years ago, ten years ago. I am much more, what you listen to now is much more of my core and my essence. And uh, this is who I want to be together with you. This is who I want you to get to know. The me who can sit here and actually realize that I got touched a few minutes ago. I got touched because I realized that this person actually, uh, we became, what happened was that it ended up in vulnerability. And I think that's where we need to get at, to show up as ourselves. And people speak a lot about daring to be vulnerable and how important it is. And I also realize how difficult it is because we choose the successful side. We choose the happy side. We choose the uh, where we get the most likes and followers. We choose to present ourselves in that way instead of... And I can also see that there is so much fake vulnerability especially on social media, where you cry publicly, where you're naked publicly, when you show up your, you know, cellulites or whatever, you know, it's just, that's also for me, that's fake vulnerability. It's really good that we're showing role models for not being perfect. And it's not really because there is always a drive behind. We know it. We're not stupid. We know that there is, you know, financial aspect of everything that happens if you are a public person. So here's, I'm going to come to the next topic now. And that is that if you have a talent or if you have a, a, the looks, there is a responsibility. If you have a following, if you have people watching you, listening to you, and you have a gift, let's say you have a gift of a great voice, that you can talk to people and you make them listen and they follow you and they believe what you say because you speak with an authority or you speak with a calm, you speak with an, you know, a feeling of truth, then it's so important that you are mindful of what you communicate. It's really like if we have the gift of speech... We need to care about what we do with this gift. If we have the gift of, you know, beautiful voice, singing, artist, it's the same when people get attracted to you. If you are really beautiful and people adore your appearance, it's really, really important that we use this gift with care, not with egoism, egotistical, you know, intentions and wishes and wants and needs. And I know, I, for example, I have, you know, I, one, one gift that I have um, is actually my hair. <laughs> it's, it seems stupid, but when I stopped coloring my hair and it became gray and it's long and I wake up every morning and I have a perfect hair day, I don't need to even brush it, then I feel like, okay, this is a gift. And it's a small, tiny thing, perhaps, but I know how much money and time people invest in their hair. And I realized that this is a gift, actually. How can I use it? Okay, 
There is a very controversial person. His name is Osho or Bhagwan. He had 99 Rolls Royce uh, cars. And people were so like, who the fuck is he? He's talking about spirituality and, you know, we are all one and um, material things doesn't matter. And he has 99 cars of that kind. And he said, if that is what it takes for you to listen to me, that's what I do. He only used them for, you know, creating attention. If you need to be angry, pissed, so I can get through to you, then that's my channel. I don't know if this is true. It doesn't matter, but I understand him that if we have gifts that we can use to make a message come through, and if we use it in a wise, healthy way, that this message that we deliver, that we are kind of a tool, uh, that we see ourselves as a channel or a tool. We are all channels and tools that can actually relay a message that is either good and beneficial or is hurtful. And if we all see ourselves that I believe in God, so I, I see myself as a, as a tool for, for a higher purpose or message, and that is one of love and kindness for all mankind, not only for me or for my family. And I'm learning to do this in a bigger perspective. I have been totally, totally in my small bubble as a single mom of four kids and running companies. I've been so self-absorbed in my tiny life. And now I feel like as my youngest are moving out now, I can take a grip on a bigger perspective. I can speak kind of broader I can broadcast in a different way. I don't need to just keep myself small and take care of my inner family. My wings can kind of let go of my little, you know, ducklings and incorporate more people. And I'm constantly wondering, how can I be of service? How can I uh, use my voice or my hair or my Instagram for something good? And I feel that I have a responsibility. So many of you have said these last weeks, Shama, you have a responsibility. You have a following. You need to relay messages that are beneficial for the world. You can't take side for Palestine. You can't take side for Israel. You need to do this and that. So, so many of you are on this page that if you have a following, you have a responsibility. And I agree. I agree with you that my opinions, they, if, I, if I voice them, they have to be beneficial for the world, for the greater good. And to take side for, uh, against the one suffering the most is, is not the way. And I know that in this conflict all we want is peace, end of terrorism, and we want freedom, liberation for the Palestine people, and we want Arabs and Jews to live together in harmony and peace, sharing the same land. This is what we want, how to get there. I really tried my best this these two weeks to learn, educate myself, and relay a message that I felt was most helpful without... without 
compromising or hurting uh, Israeli people or or the Jews or you know that's that's not we we are for peace not against something against terrorism of course Hamas is nothing you know it's n- no one who is for freeing the Palestine people is for Hamas except the extremists and terrorists and Okay, anyways, what I'm saying that if we have a following, if we have a gift, if people are watching or listening, we have a responsibility. And for me, that is to be of service. And at times, I'm building my own audience. At times, I am having this business-oriented focus, perspective, because I know that if I create a larger following, I will have more people to relay a message to or to be of service to. And I need to make a living, of course, and and this is also part of what I do. And I know that when I, I've, I've come to learn some things that, okay, if I'm beautiful and half naked and I say something, then you listen. Okay, so this is one of my, okay, I know this. If I publish a picture when I'm half naked and I have a message, that's a really good way to catch your attention. If I publish uh, pictures of a dog, (laughs) it's just some of you that I reach and that's the dog-loving community. And sometimes if I publish a really, really deep, vulnerable, authentic speech with a close-up on my face when I'm emotional, that's also where I get your attention. And I'm beginning to learn what is my way, how can I communicate with you to really be of service. And uh, because I know that when I feel something, many people feel with me. I'm never, ever, ever alone. And you are never, ever, ever alone. So how can I tie this together? That if we have a gift, we have a responsibility. And I think the biggest responsibility, if we have a gift or not, you know, everyone is gifted. Everyone has a gift. It's just that some of us are fortunate to have people appreciating that gift. And that is a blessing in itself. That is something to be grateful for. It's really like, I'm so grateful for all of you listening to this right now. I don't know how to express it enough. I try to answer all your direct messages and uh, I don't have all that time, but I really, really want to say that I appreciate you listening to me and watching me and communicating with me so much. And I really want your help to show up as myself to be my authentic self, to be sad when I'm sad, for real, Uh, to not put on a happy face when I'm not happy, to not say something, you know, just um, to get likes and following, Uh, to just show up as myself. This is me. This is who I am. And at times I need your help. I do appreciate all the critique. I do appreciate the kind of negative feedback also because that's when I am kind of, you know, uh, pushed right in a way. I listen to you. I don't avoid that. I listen to you. It's when you're hurtful and personal, uh, when it's not constructive, at times I block one or two people. 
But when you are saying, Shama, this is not right. This is not right towards the, the Jews in Israel, for example. I listen to you. It's not like, I no, I take a stand and I'm not going to listen. That's not how I function. I really want to learn and I want to grow as a, a human being and become uh, the best version of myself that I can be together with you. And everyone is gifted. And I feel that this is um, so important that we show up as ourselves each day and not put on a mask. And if someone takes down our mask, then it's like, okay, be grateful. Finally, I can be myself with this person. It's like, wow, this is relaxation. Okay, this person revealed who I am. She saw through me. Okay, I can relax for a moment. I don't have to pretend anymore. I can be myself. How is that? To just take a deep breath and instead of going into defense, just say, okay, now you see me. This is who I am. At times I'm insecure and I build a picture of myself where it's important for me that the world believes I am in a happy marriage because that's the picture I have been presenting the last years and I'm not ready to remove that mask in public. But now you see me. Now you know, okay. And I feel this, instead of feeling anger now towards my friend yesterday, I feel compassion. And I feel I have been there. I pretended to be happy in the marriage for six years. I was abused in that marriage. I pretended to be happy. I pretended that everything was okay because I was so full of shame. And it felt more important to keep that picture, that facade up than to be myself. I was actually, I had no idea how to be myself in that relationship. So for me, it took quite a lot of separation from people that I could not be myself with to actually come into my core because like 47 years of pretending more or less maybe 50 years of pretending to be someone I'm not it takes a while for people to see the real me and for me to trust that people like or even love the real me that is also a thing to realize that that people actually like me as I am. This means that the, if I meet someone and they like me, I know that they're going to keep liking me when we spend time together because from the start I showed up as I am before I didn't. And that was it. In every relationship I doubted that I was really loved because I began the relationship with pretending I was someone I wasn't. So to me, life is much easier now. I know that the friends, the people I meet today, they like me. They're going to, you know, stay liking me if they like me from the start because I'm not going to change. They're not going to see a different version in five days or a year or this is who I am. And I feel that this is... 
so much more relaxing for me and it has given me so much more self-confidence, self-esteem, self-love, self-value that I know I come, I come to you as I am. And the more you get to know me, the more of me you're going to get. Not the more kind of fake version of me are you going to get. And you're not going to find that all of a sudden I present a different picture or I have a different opinion and you get totally shocked. Like, what the fuck? What did she... Who is she even? I don't have this feeling like I'm going to be exposed as being a fraud anymore. This imposter syndrome has... It's in my past and I feel like I don't want to bring it back. This is, I am what I am with all my flaws, with all my, you know, shortcomings and all my amazing uh, character traits also. And this is what I encourage all of us to just show up as we are and let people, you know, reveal us from time to time. Be grateful, be thankful when someone says, hey, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like... I thought that you were this and now you show up as this. Who the fuck are you? I don't understand. What, what, what's real? And you know, reality is what it is. doesn't matter how much we try to cover it up or hide or lie or fake. Reality, what's true is true. That's just as it is. And uh, eventually that lies behind everything. All our doings, opinions, perceptions, behavior... Reality and the truth is what it is. And it's so much easier to live in reality, to live in real life with people as they are, than to pretend to be someone and play a role with other people who play roles. That's really, really difficult because everything becomes so uncertain. So I think that that is it. That is it for today. And... Um, I don't know where you are <laughs> with this. This was just like a spontaneous sharing uh, about what happened the last day in my life and um, where I am at. And I want to say I love you, I appreciate you and I look forward to connect with my friend and talk to my friend again. And uh, I'm also super grateful that we did not come to a split or an ending. We more came to a point like, fuck, we, we like each other. And we need to talk about illusion and truth and where we are at. How important are we in this life, in this picture? Were we kind of, you know, just a, um, a side note? Or are we important even? And I look forward to having that talk. And um, so that's, that's my, my sharings on showing up in the world as we are and also being responsible for what we deliver the message we deliver and what other people actually believe is the truth because we should also be very very mindful of our ability to trick people to really really know that if I want to tell a lie and convince you of something, that is quite easy. I think, unfortunately, that's what we have become very good at doing. 
So let's stop. Let's just be ourselves. Ourselves. And now comes my little beautiful Sami at the ending and he's stretching and he's doing his little yoga here. Oh, he's the cutest. Happiness is a dog. And I think that's what we are learning from dogs. <laughs> they are as they are always, every day, every second, every minute of the day. Elihirsam. Okay, I love you, I love you, I love you. What say you do, Sam? He's watching, he want to go up. Okay, I love you. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and I will talk to you soon. Send me feedback, send me DMs, send me critiques, send me love, whatever you want to. Uh, and if you want to send me an email, shamaperson at gmail.com. And I love you. Peace.